0: I mean, we, we do have to have a multi pronged effort, uh, one in civil disobedience and the other in, in advocacy. And I think that um, hopefully we took the burden off the of people in, 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 in engaging in an act of civil disobedience and now they can uh, go full force and, 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 and take action. The Electronic Intifada.
1: The Electronic Intifada.
0: The Electronic Intifada.
1: This is the Electronic Intifada Podcast.
2: I will
0: also faithfully observe... Yeah. The- we are, if not now, American Jews against the Occupation. David Freeman, you promote racism, fund illegal settlements. We will not be silent. You do not represent us, and you will never represent us. Israeli Occupation! send this man to Israel, you endanger millions of Palestinians and Israelis, American Jews, stand against no this man. We stand for freedom and dignity for all. We
1: will build this world with love. If confirmed
0: by this Senate... with questions.
1: Chairman Corker, uh, Ranking Member Cardin, members of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, I appreciate very much the opportunity to appear before you today. It's a great privilege to address this committee, which has done so much to advance America's interests around the world.
0: Mr. Friedman also said that Palestinian refugees don't have a claim to the land, don't have a connection to Palestine, when in fact they do, Mr. Friedman, I'm right here, Mr. Friedman, My grandfather was exiled, was kicked out by the state of Israel, Mr. Friedman. And I'm right here, Mr. Friedman, holding up the Palestinian flag right behind you. We are going away, Mr. Friedman. We were there. We are there now. And we will always be there. Palestinians will always be in Palestine.
1: In Los Angeles this week, I'm Nora Barrows-Friedman. You're listening to the Electronic Intifada Podcast. Those were the voices of some of the protesters who on Thursday interrupted the Senate confirmation hearings of David Friedman, who could be the next U.S. ambassador to Israel. Friedman, an ardent Zionist who has a home in Telbia, a neighborhood of West Jerusalem that was ethnically cleansed by Zionist forces in 1948, helped funnel tens of millions of dollars into the Bet El Settlement Colony in the occupied West Bank. He's called supporters of the liberal Zionist group J Street, quote, worse than Capo's, Jews who turned in their fellow Jews in the Nazi death camps. But as the Electronic Intifada points out, he has painted himself as a moderate. Joining us today are two of the activists who protested Friedman's hearing, Tahar Herzala of American Muslims for Palestine and Tali Ruskin of Jewish Voice for Peace and Code Pink. They're the last two voices you heard in those recordings. Tahar and Tali, thank you so much for being with us on the Electronic Intifada podcast.
2: Thank you, Nora. Thank
1: you. So uh, Tahir, let's... Let's uh, start with you. Tell us about your protest and why you did it.
0: Um, well, uh, our protest uh, obviously was um, was uh, targeted and aimed at uh, David Friedman, uh, but also really um, to the senators who are sitting on the Foreign Relations Committee uh, to send a clear message that, um, that youth, Palestinian and Jewish together, oppose and fervently reject the Zionist monopoly over American politics or American foreign policy, as well as the Zionist monopoly over the Jewish community and the Jewish community politics. And um, for me, it was very important to, uh, to talk about my family history, uh, to really center that in, in, in my protest. And I, and I hopefully um, accomplish that goal.
1: And Tali, tell us about your action and, and why you're out there at the Senate confirmation hearing as well.
2: Great. Thanks, Nora. And thank you, Tahir. Um, well, I see this action as part of a um, huge campaign that many, many groups have been a part of to work to ensure that David Friedman not become the next U.S. ambassador to Israel. So many groups like JVP and co and AMP and um, countless others have been in the U.S. campaign for Palestinian rights, have been working tirelessly to make phone calls to senators and have meetings with senators to, um, to talk to them about why David Friedman would be such a terrible choice for the, ambassador to, the U.S. ambassador to Israel. So I see this action as part of that larger campaign. Um, to be vocal in the room where the Senate Foreign Relations Committee is is hearing from Friedman about his um, what he believes to be his qualifications to be the ambassador. And many groups have said that he's not qualified, and I wanted to make sure to really voice that and bring, bring voice to the fact that he, he's not qualified for this position and, furthermore, that he himself personally, finances settlements and buildings within settlements. I mean, his name is featured on buildings throughout settlement in the occupied West Bank, and it would be dangerous and inappropriate for him to be the U.S. ambassador to Israel. So I wanted to really bring voice to that.
1: Now, Tahir, um, you're no stranger to uh, protests when a, a, a representative of Israeli policies is speaking. Um, you were one of the Irvine 11 in 2010. You uh, protested the speech of uh, then-ambassador Michael Oren at UC Irvine Um Can you talk a little bit about this continuation of protest and why it's so important uh, to you to remain committed to to doing this kind of action?
0: Um, Yeah, I think that um, continuing or learning from my experience in in Irvine um, seven years ago, I felt that um, this form of protest was highly effective in in getting the message across to not only those who are sitting in the audience and, and those who are the target of our message, but also um, those who are watching uh, on on TV or or uh, over video, and I think that um, it's very important for us in, in this in this era, in particular in the Trump era, uh, that we recognize that this is the protest era. That that we recognize that there's nothing normal about this, and that we have to stand up and 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 make a stand. And so for me, that this was um, a tactical decision. I think the the, the group that was organizing. Uh, Tali uh, uh, headed the the process of organizing this demonstration, and I'm fully grateful for that. And um, and those from If Not Now and and Kareem from AMP uh, deliberately thought about what to do, and I think this was uh, a very um, important strategic decision to to protest in this way. And I and I and I'm still very very committed uh, to this type of protest and 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 the 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 efficiency of this type of protest and uh, and getting the word out and and, and taking the mic. Uh, when we when we typically don't have the mic ourselves.
1: And you both spent time in jail in Washington D.C. Uh, after the after you were escorted out of the hearing room. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, what that was like, and if charges are being filed against you?
0: Uh, yeah, so uh, we were arrested immediately after the event. Uh, we were taken down to a police van uh stuffed in there and then driven to a uh i guess this command center the Capitol police command center where we were jailed for several hours while being processed and booked and um i believe uh most of us got um booked for unlawfully disrupting congress or something of that sort um and so we are awaiting uh court date uh some of us are uh, to uh, see if we, we will officially be charged um, by the prosecutor, but um, that will uh, we'll, we'll find that out on on March 1st when we when, we, when some of us uh, go to court.
1: So the court hearings are are on March 1st. And Tali, does that apply to you as well?
2: Um, well, I was actually one of the later people who were who was being processed. So by the time they got to me, they somehow, I think they changed the charges. I'm not really sure what happened because there was a lot of commotion, um, but essentially, I was able to pay a fine of $35, and um, one of the per- another person who was um, processed at the same time as me um, from if not now was able to pay a fine of $50. I'm not sure why we had different charges, but um, so we we do not have a court date on March 1st.
1: Finally, both of you, tahar brought brought up the fact that this is the age of protest what What comes next?
2: You know, I think that one of the main reasons to do an action of this sort of civil disobedience and disruption during a Senate hearing is to to get attention, but not for the sake just for the sake of getting attention, but this for the sake of using that attention to uh, uh, propel people to take further action. So next week, senators uh, will Congress will be on recess. So people, senators will be at home in their district offices. And so this is this is the time for folks to set up meetings with their with their senators in their local offices to tell them to vote against Friedman. Um, this action is really to be used as a wake up call as you know, sort of a flashy moment to to get people to take action on this issue. Like I said, this action is part of a much larger campaign to uh, ensure that David Friedman not become the U.S. ambassador to Israel. So I think that uh, the next step is that we need to really leverage this moment to make sure that people uh, voice their opposition to Friedman to their elected officials.
0: And Tahir. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, um, as Tali said, this is hopefully a catalyst for people to to, to uh, move from being, um, you know, uh, uh, bystanders to, to active participants. And I think this is um, what we're hoping for, is that, that people seriously um, take a look at the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, see if their senator is on that committee, and immediately make phone calls. I mean, we, we do have to have a multi-pronged effort, uh, one in civil disobedience and the other in, in advocacy. And I think that um, hopefully we took the burden off the people in, 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 in engaging in an act of civil disobedience and now they can uh, go full force um, and, 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 and take action uh, uh, in advocacy and advocacy and calling and sending letters and meeting with their, with their elected officials to reject the appointment of, of David Friedman. Uh, absolutely.
1: All right. Well, uh, Tahar Herzala and Tali Ruskin, both of you, thank you so much for being with us on the Electronic and Defar podcast.
2: Thank you, Nora, and thank you. thank you so much to her. Thank
1: you all. And that's it for the Electronic Intifada Podcast. For news, information, cultural features and reviews, and pointed opinion and analysis, visit us online at electronicintifada dot net, where you can also post comments and sign up for our daily email digest. Follow us on Twitter at Intifada. Radio stations are free to use this podcast, and if you're listening on iTunes, support the Electronic Intifada podcast by rating it and leaving a review. On behalf of all of us at the Electronic Intifada, thank you for listening.